Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Unnamed Podcast. We are very excited today because we got a very special guest for y'all. Please take it away, guest. Hello, I am the guest. Surprise. Surprise, it's Kat. Why are you guest? If you know who I am, then you know who I am. If you don't, know who you are. If you don't, I will not tell you who I am. Hey, get, yo, we have a lot of viewers. Give them a quick, you know, introductory thing. Show, show them some love. All right, yeah. my, fine. I'll give them an introduction. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Catherine. I am a second year student at McMaster University studying yo, that's integrated where I go. science. Yeah, we go to the same school, but my program is superior. Um, just kidding. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm concentrating in medical and biological physics. And that's pretty much my whole life. Very cool. <laughs> love that as our uh, many viewers know unfortunately we cut out last time at a uh, very important time when we were talking about some astronomy topics and i think we should pick up there well, what do the other two people think uh well to be honest i i don't remember <laughs> what we were talking about i remember all right Start all right us bring us in <laughs> we'll see where it goes Okay, so we were talking about desserts, right? And then I was like, why not switch it to astronomy? You know what? How about the James Webb telescope? That's where we uh that's where we were. How could you leave desserts? What a godly we, topic. We talked about Korean desserts, you missed out on a lot. Oh man. But Truly. this this telescope thing, hold on. So let me give a little bit of background. James Webb telescope launched Two weeks ago, I think, launch date December 24th, 2021. And basically, this thing is going out of the Earth's orbit at a distance of 1.5 million kilometers away from the Earth, which is uh, quite insane. And for reference, Hubble Telescope, the big ass one that made a lot of discoveries, is only. Shit, I forgot. 250 kilometers, no, 500 kilometers away from Earth. So this telescope being that much further away can, I guess, make Wait, a lot more discoveries. Five hundred kilometers. Hubble Hubble is currently at a distance of, of roughly, I think, five hundred kilometers away, something like that. How big is Earth's atmosphere? Why don't we check? Because like, in order for hundred. it to like rotate around, mm. of course, Google gives it in miles. Come on, atmosphere brother. doesn't matter though. But like, don't you have to like not be in the atmosphere in order to? It's you definitely know, outside of Earth's orbit. Yeah, Earth's radius yeah, yeah. is like six thousand three hundred kilometers. So oh, damn. if it's slightly outside, that but listen, six thousand. The cool thing is with this with this thing, it's like Catherine. Correct me if I'm wrong, but from my understanding, when you look into like deep space, you're kind of looking at time. So let's say I was. I was at a, I was like 60, 70 million light years away from Earth, and I had a big ass telescope where I could look at Earth. They're saying that you could see dinosaurs because light takes one light year is hold on one light year takes hold on. So if you're at a distance of one light year away from Earth, light will take one year to get to you. 
So if you're 65 million light years away, light will take 65 million years to get to you. So they're saying that you can look at dinosaurs and how they went extinct during that era. So same theory goes with for James Webb. It can look into like very far distances. I don't know what the exact distance is, but they're saying like this is a time machine for them. They can look into mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Oh, I get it. So if you're looking at the night sky and you see a star right. and say that star is like 200 light years away, you're looking at the star as it existed 200 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so you're basically looking Yo. at a piece of history. Everything, everything you're looking at is history. Yeah. Which what? is super cool. The only problem with that, I don't know if you'd be able to see dinosaurs on Earth because that would mean they would have to get the telescope to move faster than the speed of light, which is not possible. They'd oh, have shit. to get yeah, that past like like the light year distance. They'd have to surpass the speed of light <laughs> in order to oh, go shit. to a space the light hasn't reached yet. So that's not possible. So we wouldn't be able to see dinosaurs on Earth, but right. they're saying like if there was a telescope already that far mm-hmm. away hypothetically we could see dinosaurs on earth but we can't i see yeah, yeah okay. i guess yeah so i guess it's a theory yeah theoretically if, if a telescope moved one light year away from earth and it took it one year and it took a picture of earth after moving that one light year would it just look at the earth as it was when it first left Wait, so you're saying... Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. To, it took one, if it, it took, was able to move at the speed of light, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, okay, okay, okay. But like... That makes sense. That's impossible. But it's not possible. No. Has anything moved at the speed of light? No. we You can't physically move at or beyond the speed of light because that would mean that you have infinite momentum, which means you have infinite mass. You can't have infinite mass it's not possible unless you're your mama <laughs> holy shit got him yeah but the whole point of light it's like it has infinite momentum which is not physically mm-hmm. like mass can't have infinite momentum light is i think light is considered massless i think that's why it's special particle wave duality like, like photons particles have mass yeah, light yeah. is a particle, but I think it's like a massless. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Interesting. Kinda I haven't that's taken quantum like, physics yet. So that's I that's I like quantum physics though. I we learned a little bit about it. My second physics course, so fucking. I didn't understand anything, but it was so sick. <laughs> oh so yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's so confusing. <laughs> I didn't understand shit, but it was the it way was they really were thinking cool. about things. Catherine, you you guys had it right. I think I asked you once. We had quantum we tunneling. Yeah. Oh, it was the same course? Yeah. The same course, yeah. Quantum tunneling. Oh, yeah, it's my pretty God. cool. Like, the idea is that the particle, there's a, there's a chance, there's a probability that a particle could move through a wall because of the wave, <laughs> like the wave of the particle. But it's so such a small chance that it will never actually happen but there's like a probability of being able to like move through the wall if the wall oh yeah because there's like empty space between particles right and between atoms is that like the idea uh, gotta be something like that but it's pretty cool oh shit i forgot the details it was so sick like yeah yeah so it, it goes out of boundaries there's like a there's 
the limited boundary where like it, it what was it called particle in a box that was the theory you have a particle in a mm-hmm. box but because they think it acts both as a wave and a particle the wave component makes it sometimes go out of bounds something like that so it goes out of the box there's a possibility that it's out of bounds the location of the particle is out of bounds something like that isn't is there something where it's like uh i'm not sure if it had to do with physics i think it did but it's like something about not observing something and then something happens oh uh heisenberg's uh uncertainty uncertainty principle what is that that's an interesting Uh, one i don't know a lot about that i remember learning about some of it in high school where it was like when they there was like light traveling through a single slit i think or a double slit i don't remember and then when they were observing it the light would form like this diffraction pattern but then when they weren't observing it it would just like go exactly in the hole it was something like that i don't know the details oh yeah Catherine went into like the more detail i think the theory behind it was something like uh i think i think you're talking about heisenberg's principle they so it has i don't know the exact physics behind it but the the particle has both a position and a certain velocity and what they understand at the quantum level the the physics mechanic stuff doesn't work anymore so if you look at its position you can't look at its velocity you can't calculate its velocity or if you look at its velocity something like that bro yeah <laughs> something yeah, like no, that right. the I, position yeah, yeah. changes very yeah. creepy I stuff you can't measure that. both at the same time so yeah, you can't yeah, know yeah. a particle's position and velocity at any instance you can only yeah. know exactly. one or the other exactly yeah uh there was something like that with electrons right yes that i think that was for an electron was it for electron or I was mean, that for we're light? talking about light here I think it's yeah any i think we're particle. talking about photons I think it's any particle. Anything at the quantum level, so electron, proton, anything, photon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is photon quantum levels? The what? That's a good Fo- question. Photon is quantum levels? I think so. I don't photon, even know. Photon, photon, I think so. Light. Well, that's the thing. I don't think photons have size. Like, I don't think they have a... It's not, is it even a thing? Like, it's just a packet of energy from what I remember. It's just energy. Mm-hmm. It's not even a physical thing. But it's a particle. Isn't a particle a physical thing? It's saying here it's a particle. photon has size, but not in the rigid sense that we think about objects. Like, it, it, it's a that particle and a wave. That's what it says. Jeez. <laughs> it's a wavicle. It's a wavicle. I like that. <laughs> a wavicle. But I think the idea is not just light as both a particle and a wave. Everything is both a particle and a wave. We are a particle and a wave. That's crazy. Like, have you heard about, like, Einstein's, you know, Einstein's popular equation equals mc squared? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. idea is um, any mass, any object that has mass has some amount of energy because it's a wave. So, like, if right. you, use, you can use our mass to calculate our energy, but, like, the larger the mass, I think the smaller the energy or something, something along those lines... C C is the speed of um speed of, speed light. of light, right? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. So it's like um the larger you are or the more massive you are, like the more mass you have, the less you would observe wave properties in that part in that object. What but if you have fuck? like a really, really small mass, like an electron, that's where you see those wave properties. So what are the wave properties? 
I have no idea. I haven't taken quantum mechanics yet. I'm taking what modern the physics what? next year. Quantum mechanics. Yeah. What is quantum mechanics? It's quantum quantum physics. I mean, yeah, quantum. They're just. I think quantum is just at, at when they talk about quantum physics. It's just at the quantum level, which is electron protons, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And quantum mechanics would just be like learning how mechanics of uh, the at mechanics. the quantum level exactly same physics mm-hmm. yeah. but at the quantum level but the thing is it don't work like that uh, at the mac like it's not the principles of physics don't don't obey the newton and all those other big physicist theories that they had at the quantum level everything changes i think something like that that's why there's yeah. like a whole another branch of physics called quantum physics yeah i'm taking modern physics next year so if we do an episode next year I'll get back to you. <laughs> I low-key kind of want to take that with you, Catherine, but I'm scared. Uh, don't. But I want to. It's, like, really hard. It's really, really hard. Is this another naive decision I might make next year? Well, I mean, take it if you're really interested, but it's not an easy course. I don't know. Right. I hear it's very difficult. <laughs> also, I think I need another math course, which I don't have. Another math, just any math course. I think you need linear algebra, which I don't have, and a second year calculus course, for which what? I don't have. Oh, for modern physics. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely need a lot of math. Yeah. Damn it. God damn. I guess I just I'll just learn from YouTube. Yeah. But ayo. Learn from me. What are you gonna learn? Huh? What are you trying to learn from me? From you? Yeah. I can learn. Wait, can you teach me? What can I teach you? Is what, I said what I'm YouTube. asking. I don't know what I. I said YouTube. Oh, YouTube! I heard YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I can learn from YouTube if, if you want. I mean, if you can I don't teach know me. I that one. Can't charge me though. No, YouTube definitely. Possibly, but listen. Yeah, bringing really it back cool to bringing it back to JWST, James Webb Telescope. Sorry, James Webb Space Telescope. <laughs> the thing is, this thing is ginormous a lot bigger than hubble which means it has bigger mirrors which means it can grab more light which means it can and it has look at more things more mass actually it has less mass from what i understood less mass it's, wait it's so lighter. bigger just in size it's bigger but it's it's less heavy so it's you're lighter. telling me it has more wave properties oh shit <laughs> no. Anthony, Anthony. oh it's all coming no, together it's, it's, it's all coming <laughs> it's still oh way too god. massive to have wave properties it's it's huge oh my god yeah but like if Zero you're looking at them properties. relatively yeah it would probably have more yeah maybe unless i'm completely wrong i could be completely wrong no you're always right this is but that's the true. thing they don't they don't know <laughs> they don't know anything about quantum they could be every it's all theories everyone could be wrong well no they, they know some stuff it's all theories though no, I'm pretty sure they've there's like research and experiments that have been done to prove some stuff. I don't know what exactly has been proven or substantiated statistically speaking. But Interesting. I'm sure that's the, I'm you know. That's the thing like with James Webb, they're saying that they're going to be able to look at the origins of uh or like universe of a galaxy so like yeah the big bang and how all that started how atoms came to be so they're saying they might even be able to find like either more exploration in quantum physics or like a brand new branch of physics 
where they talk about black holes and stuff. That's a whole nother thing. But super cool stuff. What was the, that guy who... Uh, he had an ALS, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, Stephen Hawkins. 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 Stephen Hawkins. He, he studied, or he wrote some stuff on black holes, right? Yeah, him and I think Einstein had some stuff as well. He was huge on black holes. I don't know what discoveries he made, but he... I think he's the one that talked about dark matter and uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Stuff like that. I he had a know, lot he of research. Come up. My professors have never mentioned him like in anything we've learned, so I don't know. Really? Actually, true. Yeah. I, I took an astronomy course. They never talked about him, even though we talked about black holes. Interesting. Mm. Super yeah. cool. Black holes are really cool. Yeah. Because I think the idea is a black hole has infinite mass, which means it could have infinite momentum, which means... <gasps> faster than the speed of light. Maybe not faster, but <laughs> at, at the speed of light, even. That would be insane. Oh. Black holes are really cool. What, what is a black hole, exactly? Is it an actual hole? It's... Uh, no, I think it's, it's... There's, like, a collection of so much mass that it has so much force, or not force... Gravitational but, pull. No, I don't even know if it's... Yeah, like, there's a very strong gravitational pull, obviously, because there's so much mass directly proportional to the force of gravity, whatever. Boring physics. Um, but the idea is that it's so strong that even light can't escape. So I was going to say of that, yeah. Hole, yeah, there's, like, the event horizon, I think that's what it's called. Like, mm -hmm. the edge, where if you pass that point, you can't escape. Like, you're just dead. Well, we don't you're know what gone. happens when you're in a black hole. We don't know what happens, but light can't escape, so we'll never know what happens. That's why we it's a black see. hole. Hmm. Light can't pass it. That's how insanely massive it is. So yeah, I, and I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I think I was just gonna say I think black holes form when like stars collapse or something along those lines. I, yeah, yeah. Supernova. I think supernovae like uh, lead to black hole because the stars are so heavy when they collapse all that dense material it's mm -hmm. like focused on one point yeah black super, holes are really cool super interesting stuff yo but anthony i want to i want to ask Catherine uh, a little bit about the stuff we talked about in the last podcast the cultural hmm. stuff Catherine, give all us right. some nice russian ruski dishes please some Russian desserts. foods? Russian desserts, actually. I actually don't know any what Russian desserts. What? Okay, I mean, I can say Russian. To me, it's Russian, but it's probably not actually Russian. It's probably like European um, generals, Soviet Union. Like a lot of things. Yeah, anything I think, related to your culture. Yeah. Any like, I know a lot of like Eastern European foods. I can't say that they're Russian because I don't know if they're Russian or not. But yeah, for desserts... Um, there's something that Russian people really like to eat. It's called blinchiki. You guys have had them before. A blinchiki. 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 It's like they, what, how do you spell that? Um, well, it's not an English word, but it would be like yeah. B L I N C H I K I, like blinchiki. Yeah. Oh, crepes. Oh, it's like crepes. Russian crepes. Yes, exactly. It's like exactly like crepes. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's something blinchiki are really good, and a lot of times like you'll wrap up it up in something. So it could be sweet or savory. Oh. Um, like recently my grandmother made these fried cabbage 
блинчики. О, май го, борщ? Но. Is that what you guys call it? We call it dolme. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like wrapping it into... We wrap a bunch of ingredients into like leaves and we call those dolme. Dolma? I don't know what you guys call it. Dolma, dolme. It's it's wrapped in the crepe. Yeah. Crepe? Similar, yeah. okay. That's so cool. I don't cool. know if it's wrapped the same, but it's wrapped into like a flat kind of circ- like cylinder. Like a flat mm. cylinder. Oh, I've tried dolma. Bro, I love dolma. It has like rice and meat inside Rice and meat wrapped in leaves like uh, vine yeah, yeah, leaves yeah, yeah super delish and really easy to make you can make it with vine, wine leaves or vine leaves or wine leaves vine leaves i think and uh also it says grape leaves grape leaves yeah grape yeah. leaves vine leaves and another thing they can wrap it is also cabbage i think cabbage dolma. cabbage rolls do you eat yeah. the leaves yeah yeah you eat the leaves it's the main part And we add sugar to it as well. Some people don't like Whoa, that. Oh, sugar. But yeah, it adds a little That's bit of a sweet and sour flavor. Very good. I'll but, make it for you guys. But it's a savory dish, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, super cool. Is there always meat inside? Another. We put meat inside. There's a lot meat. of people don't like meat inside. Okay. So you can make a vegetarian uh, dish cool. with it. Yeah. You were gonna say uh, any any more desserts? Oh, more you know? <laughs> more Russian desserts. I know a cake people really yeah. like. I don't again. I don't know if it's Russian or not, but it's called Napoleon. Oh, Napoleon! Like, oh my God! I know Napoleon. Yeah, it's like layers of puff pastry with cream, and then it's just like a stack. There's like I don't know how many layers. Like ten, oh. maybe more. I guess the more the yeah, merrier. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Anthony, it's look really, it up. Really I think there's no way you haven't had this. No, I've had this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like super sweet, right? No, it's not super sweet. I think it's more European. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's Russian, but Russian people love it. Napoleon. This was really good. Uh, yeah, that's one. Yeah, Russian people. I had desserts. Yeah, because a lot of the times my grandma will just make. She'll just bake like little cakes, but they're not really Russian cakes. They're just like cakes because she doesn't know how to bake. You know, it's just like. Her brain <laughs> mixes flour and sugar and forms this cake. I don't know if I. Would... That sounds like she knows how to bake to me. Yeah, I mean she does, but it's not a dish. I don't think it's an actual thing. She just like. It's not like a traditional recipe yeah. or anything. Yeah, I don't think that's pretty standard. I think she just does what she does. Hold so, yeah, on. Well, you could make it tradition. We could, but I don't really like her cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How can you not like grandma's cooking? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Russian food altogether. It's kind of oh. unfortunate. Fun I do fact, think it's pretty bad. So, Catherine actually likes. Uh, I I wouldn't say like she loves Olivia. That's like her favorite Russian dish. That's the fun no, fact. No, I, I so I actually hate that dish. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting. There's this dish. It's like an egg salad. It's called Olivia, and they have the same dish. Matin 
Made the dish once. Yeah. Yeah. He made it and he brought it and he's like, guys, I have this like really good dish I want you guys to try. (laughs) And he brings it and I'm like, this is the exact same dish that I refused to try when my grandmother's put it on the table because I know I'm going to hate it. And he was so upset because I didn't try it. Now, I'm I'm very open to trying foods, but not like Russian foods. That's like the only thing I won't touch because I just... It's all very much like mayonnaise based, Listen. all very mushy stuff, and I texturally, flavor wise, not my thing. For context, I put my heart and soul into that Olivia dish because I fucked up and then I had to start over again. It's not that hard to make, but I put my heart and soul into it. And she didn't try. And everybody it. seemed to like it. Everybody seemed to like it, but I knew I wouldn't like it. Not because she, it was she made didn't, she poorly, didn't even try but because. It was eggs and mayo and everything else inside that I just hate. I hate all those ingredients. So when you put a bunch of ingredients you hate together, you can't... There's no way you're going to like it. Maybe if it's like one ingredient you don't like and then everything else you're fine with, like, I would try that. But it wasn't the case. It's like, I literally hate everything in it. (laughs) Every single ingredient in it. Like, every single ingredient. Like, I can't. Catherine, also, I still have a card from you. Um, I don't know when it expires, actually. But I do I don't want... think it expires. No, no, no. There was a, there was an expiry date. I remember. <laughs> oh, there was. Yes, Thank there God. was an expiry date. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. So uh, I'm. I'll be waiting for my uh, cheesecake brownies, or you should be waiting. I'm gonna ask you soon. Some cheesecake brownies. Cheesecake brownies. Bro, oh, oh yeah. my God! Do listen, you make those listen. This is another thing. Okay, so. Catherine, what was it? You were gonna. She was gonna bring some dessert. She asked me what I like, and I like. I was like. I like brownies and I like cheesecake. And she was like, bet. Okay, done. She shows up with a completely new dessert. Brownie and cheesecake on top of each other. Cheesecake brownie bites. Hence, hence uh, cheesecake brownies. Dude, holy fuck. It's insane. I don't know how she made it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she did. But holy shit, dude. It goes into your mouth. And instantly, it's gone. It melts in your mouth. <laughs> Insanity. I mean, I don't I'd think imagine. they're that good, but... You're crazy. <laughs> Bro, you have to try it. I'm telling you, it was insane. Everybody did seem to yeah. like them. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't like brownies? And who wouldn't like cheesecake? You know, know, just like, put them together. It's just two good things together. The combination you can have them is separate, really you can good. Have them together. I agree. But I don't think I executed it that well. Or maybe the recipe that I used maybe like wasn't the best. I also didn't follow it exactly. Cause I just I was like, this is way too much sugar, you know. So I put a little bit less sugar. I think I used yeah slightly different sugars than they but, prescribed. No, I like but that. Sometimes it like too sweet, the yeah. sugar, the ma- amount of sugar is kind of important because it's not only a sweetener. It's like a what what's it like a it combines stuff together, a binder or something oh, like that. Maybe like there's like some properties of ingredients not that that are beyond like just flavors mm-hmm. so sometimes but yeah definitely like a lot of recipes out there they they can be really sweet so like cutting back on the sugar is always fact yeah it's always good when i get bubble tea like usually i get light sugar as well because sometimes they make it way too oh, sweet yeah. mm-hmm. light on that sugar please and yo get light ice because you know you take less ice you take oh, more yeah. tea Remember that. That's true. Please Anthony remember and I are that. Very Save your money. We're very cultured. We know how it works already. I wasn't cultured. No one taught me this. Why didn't you guys tell me about this? We didn't. How, how'd you find out then? My sister told me because she was more cultured than I was. 
<laughs> we didn't tell you. We went to Bubble Tea that one time and we didn't tell you to get light ice. Nope. Oh. You did tell me to get light trigger though. Which I already knew at the point at the time. Uh-uh. I always ask no ice when it comes to like cold drinks. Oh, no ice. How could yeah, it be man. cold if it doesn't Maximum. have ice? I guess the drink is cold. It always comes. Like, you think it's warm? It always <laughs> comes cold. Yeah, sometimes it's like so room temperature. Enough. Yeah, it's blech. I oh, like it with some ice. That means it's like fresh tea. Yeah, I always get fresh tea. Mm-hmm. I always get like the gr- fruit green teas, which are always like, you know, it's just green. I always go brown for the milk sugar. teas. Brown mm-hmm. sugar, oh my god. Or dragon fruits. Brown sugar is good. Well, I don't like milk, so I don't like milk tea. I've been into a lot of like uh, green green teas recently. Oh, really? In recent time. There's this one place, uh, Mr. Sun. Mr. Sun. Yeah. They have like a green tea. Um, they, I think they called it like Mr. Sun's green tea or something. And it had uh, Prohibition Brew. What on earth? 0% alcohol beer in it oh. with the green tea. Wait, I'm and, like, sorry. It kind of like it works really well together. Beer and tea. It was non-alcoholic right. beer, so it's just the flavor of beer. Interesting, because I'm still getting over the whole milk and tea idea, and I think I like it. But beer and tea, man. <gasps> um, yeah, wait, interesting. Wait, wait. Yeah. Milk and tea, you're not familiar with? No, I mean I was. I didn't really like it before, but then I started tasting, oh. and I was like, you know what? It's not too bad. I can I can have this. With some, you uh, just had tea with water before. Exactly. To be tea more precise, water. hot water. <laughs> tea is just water. <laughs> well, that's true. It's it's leaf juice. Uh, yeah. Or leaf juice. soup. Steep to leaf juice. Leaf soup, to be more accurate. Oh, um, another thing. What the fuck was it called? Why didn't Jayong talk about this Japanese cheesecakes? Have you guys had those? Of course. Like Uncle Tetsu's yeah. fluffy cheesecake? Uncle Tetsu, Wait. yeah. Is Jeong Japanese? No, he's Korean. No, he's Korean. Fuck me. No, he's Korean. Jeong, I'm oh. sorry, man. I'm sorry. I swear I won't get it wrong again. I got you, bro. Hopefully Jeong doesn't listen to this episode. Um, but yeah, Japanese cheesecakes. Holy shit. So they're good. like they're, really they're pretty good. good, but I think regular. I like. I prefer like New York cheesecake or like. What's New York dense. cheesecake? If I were. Just like regular cheesecake. Yeah. Right. I think I like it more. New York it's a lot cheesecake. more flavorful. I like really like rich flavors, and right. cheesecake is super rich, really yeah. nice. Mm. Like Japanese cheesecake. The cheese is very in general rich. is super rich. Uh, yeah, this, I love cheese. The thing, Japanese cheesecake. This when I tried it first, it was a completely brand new thing to me. I, I've never mm-hmm. had anything like this. When it went into my mouth, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Holy shit, it's this is cool. interesting. Yeah, it's really sick. I think it's it's more good for its texture than its flavor. Yeah, like, yeah, the flavor yeah, yeah. is good, but it's really light. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the but the texture is like super airy no, and I get, fluffy. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know I heard um, Japanese people, like in Japan, sometimes they'll get a whole cheesecake, like a whole Uncle Tetsu's cheesecake, and then eat it on their way to work. Like the whole cheesecake. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. For breakfast. Like, if you compress it down and remove all the air in that cheesecake... It, it'll probably fit in the palm of your hand. Oh, yeah. Really? It's really airy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what gives it like that really nice texture. Oh, wow. I'd assume. Yeah. So like one whole cheesecake for a person is totally reasonable. Like in yeah. terms of calories. Yeah. It's not that many calories. Like it's not calories? that much food. It's not a lot of food mass wise. Yeah. So you have it for a whole meal. 
like a breakfast. Hey, let's let's That's check crazy. those calories. Oh shit! Wait, so for a whole for a whole cake is one hundred and eighty one cal? No way. One hundred eighty one. That sounds kind of small. I was thinking more like three hundred. This can't be. Is Uncle Tetsu's light tasting cheesecake on calories? How many calories? Give me the numbers. It says there's one thousand one hundred and sixty eight calories. Eight hundred sixty seven. So yeah, around a thousand. That's a lot. That should be a good breakfast. Maybe they have Enough like calories. that's a little bit much actually. Maybe they have like smaller breakfast sized cheesecakes in Japan. Maybe. Well, I just like it, it, it's it, like it's uh what's the word it's jiggly is there an English word for jiggly <laughs> jiggly jiggly that's English oh that <laughs> I thought you guys because that's what we call it in Farsi it's like we say j like jello is jiggly you know you, yeah, wait you guys say jiggly wait really yeah jiggly jiggly yeah oh shit just with less oh, emphasis damn. oh ours is yeah a little bit more emphasis on the jiggly yeah a little intense yours is jiggly. like Farsi oh, jiggly jello. Yeah, jiggly. jiggly. I like that. I like Wait, how do you word. say it in Farsi again? Jiggly. <laughs> a lot of emphasis on the G. Jiggly. 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 Is it like two syllables, like jiggly? Jiggly. No, one syllable. That's three. One syllable. Jiggly. That was three no, no, no. And you're trying to confuse me. You know, Anthony's trying to fuck with my head. Yeah. Jiggly. Anthony would never do that to you. Of course he would. Never. Why would I do that? Sarcasm. No, he wouldn't. Of course. Anthony loves you. Catherine, your voice is changing. Yeah. It's not changing. The pitch of your voice. It's I'm getting actually... more it's getting more jiggly. <laughs> it's not <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think Anthony would confuse you on purpose. Uh, yeah, most yeah, of the yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes. But yeah, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't. Right? Am I right? No, Catherine. You hold me in very high regard, <laughs> and I respect it, but I have to say, it's not 100% accurate. That's I, right. Listen, I know, I know I'm, you're not as amazing as I think you are, <laughs> but, but I, do, I genuinely think of all people that make fun of Mateen, you make fun of him the least. That's true. What? You are like the nicest to him. You are the nicest to me. Thank, thank you for that. You definitely oh, yeah, of course, are. anytime. But you're not being nice to me now. <laughs> what? No, Anthony. Is Anthony's it? a real G. I mean, who would want to start a podcast with Mattin? That's right. I Except mean, Anthony. you were the one who approached me. Wait, did you approach me? Or did I approach you? You approached me. Really? You were like, oh yeah, hey, I bro, did. You want to start podcasts? And then you were like, hell yeah, bro! It's been on my bucket list. And you know, yeah. from there it was just like buckets, and the rest is history. Buckets. That's all we were doing, just buckets every Oh day. my god, thank god I remembered. Yo, we need a fucking name, please, god. Um, yeah, let's, I mean, Come up with a name right now. Um, I kind of like unnamed podcast. It's it fits nice, vibes. I mean, yeah. It's, it's really, it's unnamed, it's nothing. It's nothing. There's no label to this podcast. Yeah. It's just a podcast. Should we call it the podcast? No, nah, it's too... <laughs> Too general, like, too broad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you want to listen to the podcast? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you want to listen like to the, the unnamed, unnamed podcast? Nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was, unnamed podcast I was telling nice. Anthem, you it's know, like, it's, you know how Nofros has the no name brand, so we're kind of like that. Why don't you just call it the no name podcast? 
Oh. We're going to get a lawsuit for that. <laughs> Small one. Okay, what about something that's like an offshoot of no name? Lack of name. Lack of Lack name. Of <laughs> <laughs> no name is already like the alternative for other brands. And now we have an alternative for no name. Wait, exactly. But, it's wait, kind of but, a joke. But that's, that's uh, oh, it's ironic. Is it ironic? Please tell me it's ironic. No, it's not. Yeah. It is? Yeah, I mean, yeah? is it? Yeah, that's irony. Yeah. Because it's ironic. Because right? it's like... It's ironic to have an alternative to an alternative. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Yes. Let's go. But wait, sure. could, you, could you get a lawsuit on something that, like it? No Name is a grocery brand thing? Well, did they like podcast? patent their name? Like, is it a... Oh, right. Is it their I name? So, is there like a the TM? Like, is it, is it No Name TM? You know? Yeah, likely. So then, yeah, they'll, law- they'll give you a lawsuit. Things. No name. Yeah. They have an R. What does an R mean? Copyright. Yeah, it's probably. So maybe not no name. I think that the novelty of no name is that there's two ends and then a name. How- so maybe if you can come up with a synonym for the word name. How about how about uh, name no? Is Spanish <laughs> for no name. <laughs> name no name no name no podcast wait or is it no name hey Siri how do you say no name in Spanish in Spanish no name conocido god damn it Siri how do you say no name in Spanish in Spanish no name is no hay nombre no hay nombre that's the that's the name of the podcast. No hay nombre. You One more time, please. Spanish. No hay nombre. No hay nombre. No hay nombre. No hay nombre. You get it? No hay nombre. No hay nombre. No hay nombre podcast. Yo, you guys want to listen to the No hay nombre podcast? Neither of you speak Spanish, yeah, though. Yeah. I feel uh, that's like... a good point. But that's the thing. Like, this is a multicultural thing. Like, Catherine is like... Canadian, Russian, European, and other things mixed. Or are you Canadian complete in all your mix? I, I call myself a Russian Jew. A Russian-Canadian Can- Jew? Yeah, sure. So yeah. yeah, multicultural. And then Anthony's from the Philippines. And I'm from, you know, behind the mountains in, in Iran. You know? Look, look at it's, it's. Were you born in Iran? Yes, Tehran. 100% oh. Persian. Oh, I, 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 100 100% That's definitely not true My ancestry We can go all the way back to my n- Godfathers They're all Persian Your godfathers? Except for my African um, Ancestor But that goes way back African? Oh yeah that's way back Did somebody do a, a test? I, or are you I, talking I re- about just the evolution of humans? Mm, I mean, if we go all the way back, we're gonna see my African uh, godfather. But no, I do want to do one of the those uh, test kit things. It's too expensive though. I want to see who my ancestors are. That one and the twenty three and twenty three and me. Yeah. 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 I'm curious about that as well because like I really don't know anyone past. The more data they get, the more accurate it's gonna be. And yeah. how the they, fuck do they oh, like? How, how do they know your? They trace your mRNA. I think. Mm-hmm. And then like they, they, they don't they don't know they don't have the so, mRNA for your ancestors. No, but they so, have so mRNA it it doesn't change for anybody like it passes down the female line, 
So your mRNA comes from your mother. So they can, like, find the original mRNA. Like, they can trace the origins of the mRNA. But it doesn't change over time. But who who are they comparing? Like, which females are they? Maybe they took some samples from, like, dead bodies. I don't know. I don't know where they got the information Mm. from. They found my dead grandmothers and test them for their mrna no. <laughs> they just found some corpses that's on like hundreds hundreds of years ago let's say that, and that they took the unethical. mrna from different places in the world and then whatever your mrna matches that's the origin of your mrna is that the truth catherine I don't know how they find their samples of mRNA. This is a hypothesis that I'm putting forward right now. It's so creepy, though. Like, why do they have our DNA data stored somewhere? I mean, I sent, I would send mine, I guess, but what about... I'm looking at the FAQ for Ancestry, uh, and it says it gives you information about your um, genetic ethnicity estimates. Mm-hmm. Estimates, okay. So yeah, yeah. It's not. They'll take accurate. like all that mRNA information, and they'll probably like interpolate a bunch of stuff. I'm so saying they say should like, have some so, sort of stored data. Where are they getting that stored data from? It's an estimate. It's not 100 percent match. It's not like they have a database full of mRNAs of every single human in the past mm. one million years, uh, and they'll go, yeah, that's a match. Your ancestor was right. here during this time. So I guess... It's a huge estimate. Huge yeah. estimate, like different, I guess, different ethnicities have like similar uh, genetic code, similar on average. That would make sense. Probably something like that. Well, I don't know, but I just realized it's not mRNA, it's mitochondrial. Oh, mitochondrial DNA, yeah, that's what... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, from the mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But no, they definitely have to have some sort of sample, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Anthony's right. Like they won't have, they obviously can't have samples from all every single person's ancestor. Or maybe they started with some sort of base data from people they worked or the company themselves. Like they started a small database, and as people tested more, mm-hmm. they have more data to compare it with. Um. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. How much is it? To do the test. Yeah. I think it's like a hundred something. It's not that bad. I mean, you never have to do it again. You know, it's like a one-time investment. But it's also like not super relevant for a lot of people. It's not. It's just for curiosity. Like I'm pretty sure I'm 100. I'm 200% Persian. Yeah, I'm also pretty sure my ancestry is just all from Eastern Europe. It's not that interesting. (laughs) Like maybe I'm... Like but some I wanna... people will do it. People will do it if they don't know their like backgrounds and they're like, I want to know my heritage. Yeah. You know, I want to know so I can learn more about it. But for a lot of people, they just are happy with their heritage and they just, you know, like what does it change? Like let's say you're a hundred percent. You think you're a hundred percent from Ukraine and you've been following Ukrainian cultural practices your whole life, and all of a sudden you find out you're fifty percent. Muslim. Hungarian or or, yeah. not, not, <laughs> or like fifty percent British or whatever. Does that mean you're gonna change your whole life to match your DNA? No. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. You might if you're really weird, but most people are just gonna continue on with their lives as before. Well, Some be people cool. might look more into it. Like yeah, it look, is cool. Like you find out you're like five percent 
from China. I don't know. Like, that's a good story to bring up at a party. Yo, I'm 5% Chinese. You know? That's or, your party trick? Your DNA? Yes. I'll have my beatboxing skills, but yeah. Yeah, you've got enough. You've, you're covered in terms of your party <laughs> tricks. You already know. Anthony, what's your party trick? Actually, my party trick? I don't think I have any. Oh, yeah, you gotta you get do. one. Shut up. No, he has. Like what? Do you know? I'm curious. Bro, your Persian dance skills. I mean, that's a new skill that you <laughs> acquired. <laughs> sure. Oh, your snapping is a huge party trick. Oh, that's bro, that one. That one took me two weeks, and it took you one day to get the form right. It took me a week at least to get the form right. Well, t- I'm. I'm. To be fair, I'm not practicing it. Oh shit, Anthony! I just right, made some uh, spikes in Audacity. That's fine. <laughs> well, Anthony, if you don't have any party tricks, you have to come up with some. People will practice, like maintain uh, and, and cultivate their party tricks. <laughs> Prepare them in I advance. I can. I'm sure you. I can. Um. Mm, I really don't have any. I really think well, you do. I have none. Can you play the harmonica? I don't think I have any. I can play the harmonica. That's a party trick. Just bring a harmonica. Yeah, but it's not hard to play the harmonica. Well, I don't know how to play the harmonica. You just blow. Yeah, but like actually (laughs) play it well. Like if you bring it to a party, okay, everybody's wasted. And then you start playing like Old Town Road on the harmonica. People will go crazy. (laughs) Oh my God. Imagine that. Like it would be so such. That's a party trick. That is a good party trick. Absolute fact. I think I only learned to play one. I think I learned to play Piano Man. Ooh. Which was like a really easy song on harmonica. Okay, Play so me a song, you're the piano man. Wait, which you one have to just... Yeah, I don't know. Beverly Joel? Oh, Play that's a, a harmonica. Tonight. I'm dumb, bro. Yeah. The one that goes like... <laughs> Here, let me see if I can play it. Are you, you pulling out oh, the you harmonica? you have a harmonica right now? <laughs> I have it on the ready. Yo, let's, right, let's go, let's go. Show us your party trick. Okay. A little test, a little test. That's good. That's good enough. I don't remember it, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Bro, that's sick. That's really good. Yeah, just pick a song. Find, like, really well-known songs that everybody knows. Practice them. Memorize them bust out your harmonica at a party and everybody will love you done are you just are you just saying like knowing any instrument is like a party trick no because you can't bust out a drum set at a party <laughs> or a guitar oh. but you can bust out a harmonica <laughs> any small instrument yeah any small instrument for sure if you can play the triangle the triangle Dang. If you can play the um what are they called the shaky mexican ones the triangle. Uh, maracas? Maracas? If you can play maracas. Actually, I have a couple shakers on me. Well, you can't bring all the instruments, because that will just be weird. But, like, if you just bring one instrument yeah. to a party, you can even switch it up. Like, every party, you come with a new instrument. This Ooh, is such a good party I could party be, like, trick. a one-man band. Yeah. Like, strip everything onto me at once. Oh. That's that's a bit much. <laughs> it's not... You don't have to have, like, a but... full performance. <laughs> like, every time I go out somewhere... To yeah. like a party or whatever, I'll just bring I'll just bring that entire kit. <laughs> that yeah, I mean that's an option. I would stick to the harmonica personally. 
You have it's another party trick. I think. I think. What? You can. You know what you can do? Just like um, tie your hair into a bun. No one's gonna see it. Like have a hat on, and then you take off your hat, and then you untie your bun, and then boom, <laughs> your hair is like up to your ass. That's a party that's, trick. That's a funny uh, one. Uh, what? Yeah. What? You magic. Hair, you have changing hair. Everybody thinks you just have short wow. hair, and then you bust out your long hair. That's boom. a party trick. That one's not as. I mean, that <laughs> one's that one's pretty exciting, actually. You have two really, really good party I mean, tricks. If the people don't know that you have long hair, then sure, it could be exciting. Yeah, that's like a one-time trick that you can pull out if you go to like a <laughs> random party with strangers. <laughs> but any trick. Do Do you have any party tricks, Catherine? <laughs> I do, of course. Um, oh. I can do the splits. Oh, yeah, you can do the splits. I do. Oh, yeah, that's a huge party trick. <laughs> oh my god. I bust it out at parties all the time, or like I lift my leg above my head. <laughs> but sometimes when you're, t- you know, you can't always do those, or they're not always novel. You know, if you have a gymnast in the room, they're gonna just laugh at you because that's just yeah. pathetic. But if there's no gymnast, it's a great party trick. Um, another oh, one, yeah. I can read and write Japanese, oh. <laughs> so I can write oh, somebody's yeah. name in Japanese. That's have pretty you much been it. Practicing your, what do you mean? That's pretty much Hiragana? it. Hold on. What was, other, what was what was your your brand new one is the air violin oh the air violin come oh. on can't forget that that's not really a party trick it's more of just a gag remember how she just, said you can't just bust out a drum you well, can't she, bust out she, an air violin she busted out a you violin bust out an air drum yeah you can do yeah. an air drum and Kat, what was that other thing? The dance you did, Zumba? No, Rumba? No, 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 no. no. Hold on, Zumba? let me go wait. Zumba. No, no, the dance you did. What was it called? Tango. You're tango. Talking... You do tango. You're talking about samba. 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 Or rumba. Rumba, samba. Which one do you do? Isn't a rumba like? I did all of them. The cleaning bot. A a rumba. Yeah, isn't that those vacuums that go across the floor? <laughs> what is it not called? Rumba. Is it called something else? Now you're making me like doubt myself. It's been a while since I've it is rumba. <laughs> it I might be it was rumba. Tango. I thought no, it there's was also tango. tango, but I actually that's the one I don't know. Like that's the one I do not know. I think it's rumba. Rumba. One second. Catherine has a whole dancing career, Anthony. Yeah, it's rumba. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, when I was younger, I did uh, competitive ballroom. I did it for like f- four years or five. For a handful of years. So, what's it like in a competitive setting? Like, are you dancing in a huge ballroom and people are just marking you? Yeah. So, you have your partner, and then competitive dancers have a lot more practice time than like the average, you know, recreational dancer. So, you'll have like two private lessons a week, two group lessons. Sometimes you'll go on Saturday for like a whole studio practice. And then every couple months, or I think, like, serious people that are competitive will go, like, every week or every month. I only went every couple months. But you'd go to this competition in, like, a big ballroom, and then you'd get a number. Your The male partner would get a number on his back. Like, he'll, they'd, like, pin it to his back. And then you wait for your heat, like, so your, your age group and your, your category, like, your level. And then when it's your time, like, there's a schedule. You wait for your turn, and then they'll call you up. You like walk onto this like the ballroom floor with your partner. You wait till the music starts. You dance. You get judged, and then oh, sometimes oh. there's quarterfinals, wait, semifinals, it's finals. Just no, it's just the two of you dancing at the same time. It's a lot of people. Oh, okay, wait, okay. Do you, yeah. Do you depends. know your partner, or it's yeah. randomized? 
No, you know your partner. You practice oh, you know with them like multiple oh. days a week, every week. Yeah, it's not necessarily even male female. I know I was watching um, Baby Ballroom on Netflix, and apparently nowadays there's like a lot of female female partnerships because there's not enough males that do ballroom, mm-hmm. so a lot of females will dance with each other. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you, like if there's like a lot of people, you could have like thirty couples on this one floor. You can bump into people when you're dancing. It's really intense. Oh. Anthony, you wanna you get marks off if you Anthony, do that, you wanna huh? do a little uh, ballroom dancing? Sure. Actually, I've I like. I I haven't like learned ballroom dancing, but like I've danced with like relatives before, and it's like the typical mm-hmm. hands together, hand on waist, hand on shoulder, mm-hmm. and you do like a, a waltz. Yeah, yeah, like slow waltz. And yeah, yeah. It's if you don't know, like what you're doing, it's really hard to do stuff with your feet because like you'll step on them oops like you really need to know (laughs) the spacing and everything (laughs) yeah like you have to know the rhythm you have to count you have to feel the music you gotta feel the one two three one two three like the way like the female and the male is like postured Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like the higher level you get the more you have to crane your neck if you're a female so like i remember i i would go up in level and then you're basically your head is almost like 90 degrees Jeez. it's like completely oh. bent and like away from your body and they're like tucking your bum you'll have like like a teacher in your private lessons where it's just you and your partner and like the teacher and they would just like tell you to suck in your stomach and tuck in your bum and like it's horrible <laughs> it's Damn. so particular it's such like a fine art and it's also you can know mm. how to dance really well with your partner but then when you switch partners it's like a whole it's like a whole new dance it feels completely ah. different when you're dancing with somebody else. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. I'm sad I stopped doing it. Why did like you I stop doing it? it? Keep doing it. I'm sure there's opportunities. No, it was any. um really, really expensive. Oh, really, expensive. really, really expensive. Yeah, and it was it's a big time commitment too. Like I wouldn't have done it in high school. I would have stopped Ooh. after like grade eight. But yeah, because you have to get oh, when did you stop? I, I think I started in grade one and I stopped in grade like four. Oh, dang. It's only a couple years, but it's, like, when you're young, you have to change, you have to buy new shoes all the time. You got to get, like, the fancy heeled shoes, and then when you go up a level, you need, like, the higher heel. Like, your heel literally goes up in height as your level Mm -hmm. gets higher. You got to get, your dress becomes more fancy, like, more embellished the higher level you are. Hey, Siri. That's interesting. It's pretty fun. What does embellished mean? Embellished means... Make something more attractive by the addition of decorative details or features. Ah. To hear the remaining one. No, thanks, Siri. Yeah, mid-scene. So you'll add, like, gemstones, cutouts, feathers. More, like, very cool. More, like, ruffles. Yeah. So that was always fun. Like, going up a level, it's really exciting. Because, especially for females, because you get, like, the higher heels and the fancier dresses and then you can do it on ice <laughs> anything you'd want no you can't do it on ice it's not figure skating <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can i guess apply it when you no get you can't completely different don't thing. Mm-hmm. it's very All different right. yeah <laughs> the ballroom dancing and skating like not even the close. only parallels you can get is like it, it's some form of art physical art Definitely. yeah you dance with a dancing partner or something like maybe that sometimes yeah you don't even have to dance with a partner in figure skating but yeah 
So the good thing about like doing all that stuff when you're younger is it'll teach you discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when when I was younger, like I took piano lessons. And like piano is completely different from like ballroom dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh but they both teach you to practice, to do things routinely, everything to do with like discipline. And I think that's really important. Even if you stopped at a younger age, like you like having three, four years of that kind of practice and discipline drilled into you, Fact. I think that's a good thing. That's true. It's a very important lesson, right? That if you want to learn something, it takes time. And learning that at a young age, that's very helpful skill to have. Yeah. It's it, also- can, it can be really frustrating though as well. Mm-hmm. But like that's just that's just part of learning. Oh, but you're young. You yeah. have time to spare. Why not learn something? Why not learn to be dedicated and dedicate yeah, your I time think, to something? Yeah. Yeah, it really teaches mm-hmm. like um, time organization as well because yeah. you have to. It takes a lot of time, and you have to go like multiple days a week, a couple hours. You you learn that you can't just like learn something overnight. Exactly. But it also like you know when you're older you get things like jobs or you go to school for you know like when you're in university you don't have to go to school you're you're paying to go to school but mm-hmm. those are optional things mm-hmm. where you're like dedicating time that's kind of what it is when you're younger like extracurriculars are optional but you still have to be committed to them so it teaches you time commitment yeah like by the time you're like at post-secondary it's really uh you're used to it yeah. from all all the stuff you did when you were younger so that's true even in high school it's like the same thing yeah. I mean, high school, you still kind of have, like, to go, and your parents are still pushing you into it, forcing you to go every day, kind of. You, But at that point, everybody just does it on their own because you're old enough and you have more yeah. enough experience. But... Yeah. Grade 9, 10, maybe, but 11, 12? Oh, my God. 11, 12 was uh, tough times. <laughs> fun times yeah fun times as well yes fun times and tough times together and make a good combo what was your like favorite year in high school grade 12 yeah grade 12 was really fun first semester grade 12 was so fun (laughs) like combination of the classes like i was taking grade 12 physics which i love biology which i'm like i I liked i can't say i loved it but i liked it math which mm-hmm. i like a lot and then like that combined with one um spare so you don't have as many courses hanging out with your friends Ooh. i joined more clubs it was a fun time man i made friends in grade 12 bro grade 11 no one knew me i was i wasn't there you know grade 12 everything changed everything changed at least for me i think grade 12 grade 12 i met you mateen right yeah bro i met you that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, grade 12 was definitely a fun time. That was really For fun. me, uh, I, I'd probably say grade 9. Really? really? Yeah. Because, like, I had the most time. There's, like, no pressure. Uh, and in terms of, like, with friends, that was, like, when I had more the most time with, with friends. Because in grade 10, <clears throat> I got, like, messed up or like messed over because i took history in summer school mm-hmm. but then the guidance messed up and they still gave me history so by the time i was able to switch out 
there was only like a grade 11 class uh to take so i took that and I, I didn't know anybody in that class i met some people in that class that i talked to which were nice but outside of that class i didn't talk to any of them and in my other classes i didn't really talk to anybody because i didn't uh my friends weren't in those classes that was grade 11 then, for me i i came back from yeah. iran for the third or fourth time god i don't even remember bro i i come into this high school not knowing a single person and everyone's just like you know you know how like the lunch breaks and everyone's like hanging out at their tables you know yeah everyone has their own friend group i was so fucking lonely <laughs> now now that i'm laughing at it but at that time it was so terrifying to me and i had this one good friend he's not gonna listen to this podcast but amir i think uh Catherine amir. remembers amir mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i met him that was like my first friend in high school and then uh yeah i met some other people and we expanded from there but yeah yo we are social yeah. creatures okay for the viewers out there if you if you if you're low on friends find some friends you know you got us you got the three of us now you met Catherine, you met anthony you met mateen you know remember we are social friend. creatures go out yeah, there people are cool. who said that Explore. again that we are social creatures um some philosopher dude i think like aristotle i think everyone something yeah i wrote a blog post about this last year i wrote an essay about it as well who came up with i think it was on uh i'm sure i I quoted uh, aristotle (laughs) who said we are social creatures i think it was aristotle yeah. Probably that might yeah, it is Man is by nature a social <laughs> yeah. animal. Mm-hmm. An individual who is unsocial naturally and not accidentally is either beneath our notice or more than human. <laughs> yeah, I have a quote. Man is by nature a social animal. Is that what you just said? Yeah. 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 I just opened up my blog <laughs> from last year. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. What what's your blog about? I, I haven't heard about this. Oh, it's not like a blog. We just have to do blog posts for ISI. We have to do Oh. Like last year, we had to do two each semester. This year, we only have to do one, but we could do two. So I'm probably doing on two. anything. Yeah, on any science topic. Oh right, Catherine, yeah. share. Okay, give so us what the was link. your science topic? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd actually you can't access it because you're not an ISI. Like these are um, we have like a website that you have to log into, and then if we ask them right. to publish it to like the public part of the website, you can see it. But I haven't published any of mine. Publish yours. Copy paste it into a Google Doc. It's already in a Google Doc. I have to make. Send it. Send it over. Send it over. All right. Send the Google Doc. Send it over. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Send These it not, over. They're not interesting. They're just. Science. I want to learn about volcanoes. I want to learn about Titanic. Titanic plates. Tectonic plates. Tectonic. Titanic plates. I actually did talk about that in one of mine. I think. It was really good. Send the second one. You didn't read it. Tectonic plates it are social us. creatures. <laughs> I think I... Did you read it to No, us? I... There's no yeah, way I did. read it to you. No, I didn't. You did. It was at your house. I remember first... Was it first semester of first year? Possibly. What? I remember you reading it to me. How else would I know you talked about tectonic plates? Well, I didn't t- talk about tectonic plates. I just mentioned them. It wasn't about tectonic plates. You read, it was I about remember you reading it, ridges. Catherine. I don't know. Maybe I was reading something else to you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we did learn about them in first year. But That's yeah. cool though how your program I guess integrates everything. <laughs> Inter- interesting. 
Yeah, I like it. Integrate. It is called integrated science, so it would be integrate. unfortunate if it didn't integrate anything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I guess I can send my blog posts over. Send it. Do you enjoy writing? Yeah, I do. It's just like during the year, it's hard to put focus into it because you have so many other big projects and you're like this tiny little like 500 word blog post that's completely unrelated could be completely unrelated to anything we're learning feels out of the blue mm-hmm. but like if i have time and i'm not stressed then i have fun writing them if i'm stressed i don't enjoy writing them well yeah like in your free time yeah but like like the first two from first year, I remember or all of them last year actually, I really, really had fun writing them. I injected my personality into them quite a bit. Like they think they're fun to read. Yeah. This year they're really boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, like writing is great, like as you said, when you when you can inject your, your personality and your thoughts. Yeah. Because like w- when I when I like think about writing, I can only imagine myself like kind of it's like a form of like meditation almost. Where you're just putting your thoughts, thoughts out, on on something, uh, but if it's more like related to like research, then yeah, that's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's like creative writing or like a blog post where you're just like speaking your mind, I think that's like really nice to do, mm-hmm. uh, because it's just thinking. It's just like this. This is this is like similar to writing exactly. a blog post, except for but this is like a you're fun just talking. One. I feel ours are like they're not like this. They're like scientific blog posts. You have to substantiate yeah. with research. And they have to be very scientific, but you can inject your personality into it a little bit, like as long as it's yeah. still like there formal. There are there are podcasts that are like formal and are meant to educate or inform mm. about topics, mm-hmm. and they do research and they write scripts to talk about. So it, like it's, it's cool. different medium, but same same content. So yeah, I feel like it would be fun to write a blog, like not like a not scientific blog. Wait, I, 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 think, I like this topic. I think Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, so Anthony, you mentioned... I want to ask, like, what keeps you guys sane? Like, what uh, releases tension from you? You you mentioned writing is kind of, like, a sort of way for you to meditate. Catherine, what's yours? Uh, or Anthony, no. do you have any other ones? Writing? I, I don't write. I don't write blog posts. How do you release? Um, how do I release my tension? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I draw. Draw? Actually. Nice. Like during my most stressful parts, uh, especially in school, I tend to like take some time to just draw and relax myself. Actually, I have a picture um, on my wall that I just, I taped up. It was a first person um, view of my desk when I was studying for my final exams. And I was just like middle of studying. I was just like, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, man, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> and then I kind of wanted to capture like what I was looking at. So I drew it. And then I guess it's just a f- way for me to kind of like process what was going on and to kind of relax myself on the overall situation. Because when you're in like a stressful part of your, your life, it's really hard to notice how tensed up you are, not only physically, but mentally as well. And for me, drawing helps me to like uh, unconsciously relax myself and also consciously relax myself because I'm thinking about what I'm drawing. And if my drawing is related to what's making me stressed out, then that helps even more. Very cool. That's really cool. Captain, yeah. what's yours? 
Well, I like drawing too, but I never draw to relieve stress because drawing is a source of stress for me. Because <laughs> 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 I'm not, I don't draw a lot. I, I think I didn't grow up drawing. It's something I picked up like in mid-high school. So I'm not good. I would say, like, I'm, I'm not talented, My so ass. for me, it's... She, no, drew, like, she drew Lionel Messi for me, and it's pretty good. Like, I'm telling Mateen, you, like, Mateen, I look I at it, traced, and I see I Messi. Traced, I traced matter. his picture for that. that. That one wasn't even... That one, I wouldn't even consider, like, my drawing. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it, for me, it takes a really long time to, to do something that looks nice, and then I get really stressed about it. Mm. It's not, like, fun and relaxing for me. Right. So what, um, what's, what helps you release... In the past, I read a lot, um, just like I reading before bed every night for like an hour, half an hour is just a really great way to get out of your mindset, especially because I read like fantasy books. So nothing I ever read in a book is going to make me think about my life mm. <laughs> because I'm not fighting <laughs> escapism. Yeah, I'm not fighting demons in the real world, like literal demons in the real world or like I don't have flaming magic powers, you know. I have like boring problems and then they have these like insane problems where people are trying to kill them all the time and they have to rule an empire, whatever. It's like, like it that. seems so it makes your it makes your problems seem so minuscule. So it really kind of gets you out of your head. It um, takes you out of your current world. Like it takes yeah, you into another exactly. world kind of. Yeah, cool. cool yeah, cool, cool, escapism. Cool. That's what Anthony was saying. So Very yeah. Cool. I, but I haven't do I've been doing that not a lot recently because I'm re I've been reading nonfiction. So um yeah. I think Very now cool. I just I'll just watch shows while I'm eating. Oh yeah. Yeah, my, we're just eating food. <laughs> my uh my way of releasing is running. I think you guys know I run. Running. I stopped running last semester and I I got messed up cuz I had an injury I couldn't really run on my foot. But I, I realized oh. what a big part running was for me. Like, when I go out for a run, and I run, like, it's just, like, I don't think, I don't think about my problems. I just focus on my body and, like, the way my body feels when I go out for a run. So, very cool to see how each of us have, like, a way of releasing tension. Very cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Another, another one, actually, like, that Catherine reminded me of, like, when she when she reads her novels, like, before bed. I do I do the same thing as well, but mostly for manga. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not really escapism for me. It's more like uh, the topics of the manga relate to can can relate to back to my life. And so like say I'm reading it and then uh, it makes a point in the manga and I realize that point and then I think to myself, well, that's kind of like, a situation i've kind of been in and then it's 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 a lot of like self-reflection through reading that manga so so really like the manga helps me meditate almost That's by so opening my eyes to to these topics mm -hmm. uh which i i realized which was kind of interesting because when people meditate it's just like they're just thinking but when you have a medium to help you kind of like turn your vision towards a specific topic to start thinking i think that's like really really nice and, and also a really good thing to help reduce stress is to find something to turn your attention to to help you kind of explore it more because with with kind of like meditation when you're just thinking willy-nilly there's no real goal to it 
so it's just like you have a broad space and it's hard to find uh like a goal i guess but if you have something point you towards your goal then you at least have a path to follow which i, I think is like a, a lot nice nicer if people don't really know what to think about that's I'm a pretty emotional idea. bro i'm getting emotional <laughs> reading manga as a form <laughs> of meditation but at the end of the day yeah it's pretty cool at the end of the day it's just it's just manga right just All romance right. manga my laptop's running out of battery uh but oh anthony do you, do you have the outro set up ready sir um because you forgot the well, intro as well my guy no i'll add it in I'll oh add you it can in. add it in okay thank god i thought you forgot yeah all right so, cast the cast the the cast outro away? please all right well it's been uh it's been really fun uh talking with you Catherine and Mateen once again thank you uh for uh joining us and talking about Russian desserts Hubble space quantum physics man we really went through a meditation. lot of cool topics today I really enjoyed it yeah it was meditation fun. it was fun thank you very much for having me yeah this is a real pleasure I think this might be our longest episode as well hopefully it, it will be I, I i've always wanted to have like longer episodes because it's just nice to have people talking in the background yeah and this hopefully one's rich this one's nice. this one's full of value you know if you're listening into this this one is rich we, we really it's, hope you learn something you take away something from the podcast today take it learn something or take it as some sort of meditation huh hell yeah oh shit yeah maybe our podcast is a medium for meditation and allows people to think about specific topics oh my god wow or maybe they just want to learn about desserts or quantum physics or maybe they want to hear our voices or maybe they just trying to they're trying to vibe and chill we're just trying to vibe and chill but that doesn't matter because our podcast has no topic we are this is the unnamed podcast i've been anthony and this is Mateen and Catherine signing off. Peace. Bye bye. Peter. Want a virgin? Always the virgin.